and welcome to Experiences and Perspectives, the podcast where we explore and reflect on how to live a healthy, joyous and creative life. I'm your host Siddharth Srivastava and our today's topic is Introversion, HSP and Creativity. And to discuss this topic, we have a compelling guest, Dahlia Eva from Switzerland. She is a songwriter, a blogger and an artist as well as definitely a singer she is currently a final year psychology student so let's begin the talk how was your day today dalia it was a very good day it was a very rainy sunday today so not much to do i was playing games and yeah just enjoying my day reading a bit drinking tea That's taking cool. time for myself Okay, so the first question from my side would be, can you explain what exactly it means? It means to be an introvert and an HSP, and how do these traits interact with each other? So introversion and HSP are kind of similar things, but not. They don't always come together, but very often. Um, I think I somewhere read that about 70% of the HSP person are introverts. But um, yeah, HSP is just defined by, like it said, highly sensitive person. That just means that the, the things we see, the things we hear, everything around us is kind of stronger. And also the emotions we feel they come in higher intensity and everything's just more intense and it can be a positive thing in fact that most of HSPs are very creative because they have a very active inner life um, that they just see and hear everything that other people also hear and see but just in like a higher intensity but it can also like the downside is that it leads to exhaustion and it's not always seen as a positive trait by everyone so it's sometimes hard um for me um not every hsp is the same like i am very sensitive in, in noises in hearing stuff and like when i'm in university with a lot of people there are a lot of noises or in the city there are a lot of cars it distracts me a lot and at the end of the day i'm super tired and you know um also at lunchtime i can't be around uh like in the in the great big canteen with a lot of people i just need more time for myself and the time for yourself that is actually where it's also connected to introversion because introversion is just that you get me your time yeah me time exactly from being alone so that's yeah, also the reason why HSP and introversion are kind of similar things or the similar thing is that both need time for themselves to recharge. Yeah, but they're also extrovert HSP as well. Okay, 70% are introvert and 30% are extrovert. So it's more, uh, introversion is most more common in being an HSP. Yeah, and it also makes sense like you just need time for yourself, recharge, and 
Yeah, just feed that inner life okay. you have. Definitely. As you said that uh, these traits, being an HSP and being an introvert, these are mostly considered as a traits of weakness. So, uh, in what ways do you think these traits could be an advantage to anyone? And what are the specific strategies you have created which help you embrace these uh, traits for your advantage? Well, so I think it is an advantage as a creative person because, I mean, when I look at a tree, I see so many details and it's like it impacts my emotions a lot. And it can be positive when I write a song or when I write a blog or to another artist who paints something, they're inspired by everything because everything has something interesting. It never gets boring because you always have something that just inspires you, that is that like, triggers your emotions. So I think when we would have more time in life to just enjoy these things and to hear what we need right now, maybe need to take a step back from all the stimuli, then this can be a great advantage. And it's also very, just very beautiful to take time for the sensitivity you have. And, you know, I talk and I forget your question. You said advantage. Um, you're, you ask about my strategies, right? Yeah, I asked, uh, can you share, are there any strategies you found, found that help you leverage these traits for your good? Right. So I think it's a very big topic because um, there are different strategies. As I said, I'm very sensitive, especially to noises. So I like to just some practical tips. I have like just like the little earplugs I have always in my backpack. When it gets too loud, I just put them inside. Um, also, be honest with the people around you and explain to them why you can't be around many people now, why you need time for yourself, why you can't eat like everyone, like in the middle of the cafeteria, but need to go outside in a quiet room. Sometimes it's exhausting to explain everything um, about yourself, but I think it's very helpful because people are most of the times very supportive when you tell them about that. And yeah. sometimes you're surprised how many people actually understand you and I like that too. So talking about it, being honest about it, that really is helpful. Yeah, and also if you want to be creative, then be creative because it's just such a nice and beautiful way to express what you feel and to express your sensitivity. Okay. See, you said as a weakness, uh, it could be embraced as HSP person or introvert. Like you said, I am also an introvert. We absorb more. We see the details, as you said, you see the details of a tree. A random person or an extrovert would just see something as just a tree. But we would see the birds sitting on the tree. We would see the ants climbing the tree and the leaves the dry leaves, the green leaves as well, we would see the details of it. And when we are able to absorb more, we can 
create more so that's very good thing you said and that i think was the best advantage you explained about it yes you put that so well in words that's very well said how do you think you're introversion how when do you feel introvert in your everyday life in everyday life i'm mostly I, when i'm at uh, when i'm alone i feel energized and when i'm with people more than two people uh, like right now i'm one in one on one conversation so it's energizing it empo- it's empowering because we we are we would be sharing our energies and wisdom with each other but when there are two uh, or more people then uh, i'm unable to uh, uh, absorb each of the person's words and then express myself because we need, we we see everything we absorb the details and after doing all the calculations then we do the give the response so it's more uncomfortable to respond to multiple people at the same time and that's the thing for, for me so i mostly prefer being alone or being with few people as uh, less as possible it's yeah. so interesting i i do understand that a lot i sometimes feel like people who don't know me they look at me and they're wondering what i'm thinking and they maybe think i'm very boring or i don't say a lot but if yeah. they would see what's going on inside they probably would be would me. yeah it's true today only i was uh, while i was coming back from my uh, uncle's house because uh, it was the festival so i went to my uncle's house for celebration while he was dropping me on his car me i was sitting my uncle was sitting and my cousin was sitting and we weren't talking at all they both were talking but i was like what should i speak i felt like i am a very boring person they were talking about movies new releases and i was like i don't watch watch movies at all at all i i watch movies the ones which i have watched 4 years back i would still prefer to watch that same movie multiple times rather than watching a new movie about which i don't know anything that's something which i feel like i am not interested but when i will talk or when i have a one to one conversation on an interesting topic for me then it's like i can talk for hours It is true. It is true. You're right. Like we can talk a lot when it's the right topic. I feel like a lot of introverts and HSP also have a deep longing for like meaningful conversations. Yeah. Like what we have now in this podcast. Like I could talk for hours about topics like introversion and HSP creativity. And what you said about the movies, I had to laugh for a second because I'm the same. I feel like as an HSP, everything new is just a lot of information. So I like to rewatch everything. <laughs> it's like I can see the details in it, and it's so interesting. Yeah, definitely. You you won't believe. You know the Fast and Furious series, right? It's a movie I've never series. Watched, but yeah, I know. I have watched those movies there are around 10 movies of that series I have watched those 10 movies more than 200 times I know every scene to its every detail 
but still i would prefer watching that same movie rather than watching a new release <laughs> i understand <laughs> and that would be more exciting to me and i would enjoy it that's so funny and you yeah. know you know every word that is said in the movie and every detail and for an extrovert or other person it would be like why are you watching that same thing again you know the story Yeah. but i would say i know that story in much more detail than you were than you will ever know <laughs> because i was in multi- it multiple times that's why this is this is so interesting yeah like, and also like to talk about this and like also talk with extroverts about this and we can laugh about our differences it's it's funny <laughs> yeah okay uh, can you share one experience when Uh, due to your introversion or being very sensitive you uh, faced a big challenge and how did you uh, deal del uh, how did you deal with it well so i had a lot of experiences that were very hard and it was hard to explain why i was feeling like this like one thing that just comes up in my mind was in school where we had like this week in with our class that we traveled to another country just like um i had like a music um i was in a music class so we traveled with the other um five people so it was a very small group we were six people including the teacher so actually very small group but we traveled to london for a week to see theater movies and theaters and concerts and we were there and we shared a room all together and you know you would say five people aren't a lot but for me it felt like a lot and in london a big city with constant noise and we had a very strict program we saw like two concerts a day we were running around the city and after two days i got sick a very high fever um and i think there was the reaction of my body saying enough is enough i can't deal with this anymore after two days i was just laying in bed the rest of the week alone in my room and actually it was the best thing that could happen because i really needed to be alone but these are things that happen and it sounds sad but i mean it is how this works and i felt i was younger then didn't quite know what was going on so that was very very hard for me and i couldn't really explain what was happening to me if i knew that i reacted that way i could have said to the others i just need to take a step back but uh, yeah that was the reaction good because it was all too much and i think now i would have talked with the teacher saying that this is too much for me i have to stay at the hotel at least for like one evening alone for me i would have explained to my friends that this works this is just how it works for me and you know this is very hard because mm. it's always the fear that they don't understand you you're being you are the one who's wrong you're being very weird and it's just i mean everyone says but Yeah, just just be you and just talk to the others and explain yourself. I know it's it's hard to explain yourself, but I think it's the only way. And 
I mean, I don't have quite a solution. It looks probably different for everyone. And but you I don't think, need a solution yeah. because it's not a problem at all. It's just the way our mind works. Your, yeah. Or your mind works. It be, when do you be, realize this thing about yourself? So, I can't say that was in a one moment when I realized that. Because I've always been like that. And I kind of always knew. But you know, sometimes it's hard because you get like... People saying you're taking everything too personally or you're being too sensitive. So it's kind of, you're struggling with that. And I think I accepted that, I think like two or three years ago when I talked with my best friend and she's exactly the same. And I think it was her telling me how she feels that led to exception that I was actually the same. It is weird because she explained how she feels and I felt the same. So I could accept that knowing that there's also other people who feel like that. And then I read a lot of books about HSP and introversion and it really helped me. Yeah, when we get to know about our weirdness earlier, when we don't know how what we feel is a natural thing, then we search for other people's like us and when we find other people like us then we feel a bit confident that what is happening in our brain is normal there are people around in the world which feel the same and then uh, we begin to understand ourselves more and embrace the qualities which we have yeah totally like you said it's not a problem being hsp or introvert but it becomes a problem when we're fighting against it and we constantly have to act like we are not how we are so like accepting that and seeing that there are also other people who feel the same that's very important yeah so um, as for introverts like us the lone time is the best time of the day whenever we find that time of the day we are at the peak of ourselves. so how do you balance your need of alone time and being around people? That's a good question. I think also as an introvert, I need people around me a lot. Like I like to see some friends, but I like to choose when I'm around people and when I'm alone. I think that's the most important thing for me that I can choose when I'm with people and when not. So when I have the power to say, now I want to see a friend, now I want to go home, then it's totally fine. Then I'm like at the happiest. But often, (laughs) yeah, you know that. Often we can't choose because we have to go to university. And I think for me also the good thing is I also have a lot of things that I can do online. So like three days in a week where I go to the city, go to university and be there with my friends and I have two days when I can be at home alone and uh, work on these things. I make breaks, go to the forest mm-hmm. and collect mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> collecting <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's 
yeah i think it's just every day is a bit different there are days when i have more longing to be around people and there are days when i just want to be alone so i think it's very human to not be the same every day i don't know how is it for you that's a very interesting question that you ask um for me uh my circle like you said friends it's uh, it's been a up and down process i my friendship has never lasted for long with a particular person except for one which i have for past 8 years and he's the only person i feel like uh sharing everything keeping nothing as a secret from him and other than that most of my friendships are like they don't last at all except when i began uh, making online friends and uh, got some very great ones like you i learned a lot of things from you and few more people uh, so for me i uh, the people which i have made friends with they know that uh, i need alone time i won't reply right when they send the text or i won't accept the call when i am doing something or not feeling to be uh, able to uh, reply at the moment so they understand as they know me and that's why i feel like having a small circle small circle is more important for introverts as you can explain those people totally how you feel and they as your as being your friends would understand and support you so it's same for me some days i'm like yes today i got an extrovert energy i will talk to everyone do every chaotic thing then there are days when i don't talk at all so it's same for me yeah and it's totally fine definitely yeah you spend a lot of time in nature it seems like you have a great relationship with nature so when and how did it began and how are you embracing it i've always been like this i think when i was like 3 years old my parents didn't send me to like a normal kindergarten i went to normal kindergarten too but then like i also went to like a forest kindergarten so it was just wow. like a couple of kids running around the forest <laughs> i've always loved being around animals also like horses and dogs and cats and i went walking with a dog twice a week with a very old lady that lived in our village and i also grew up in a little village with my parents and my brother and i remember the, the first time or one of the first times i was in the city and it was a lot for this little brain and i just went home and i had a huge headache and i remember thinking i don't want to live in the city i just yeah i mean it's fine right it's like the same with meeting people i i like to be in the city when i choose to be in the city but i also like just to go home in a quiet space you know the noises are just very distracting for me and this is also the thing that I mean on some days you need alone time but it can also become a bit like 
almost boring. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like nothing around you. And going to the forest and noticing how much life there is. Yeah, as you said, absorbing. We are absorbers. So we don't need to stay at the place to be happy. We need to roam around, but don't uh, do any activity. Just absorb. And yes. That's happening in the nature. Yes, right. There are birds, there are trees, everything's growing, making noises and just being alive. And it's so inspiring. I just often just stand in the forest and just look at everything and just, it's just amazing. And it's my biggest source of inspiration for my music, for my, for my videos, for my writing. Because it's like, it's noise, it's visual. It's noise. Yeah, it's. Every, everywhere it's it's alive but at the same time it's not overwhelming and it's that's so unique yeah that's where my next question would go many of your song names as well as their lyrics portray the beauties of nature like your song named storm woods and the, my favorite one in love with the rose so how does nature inspire you to create such songs and their amazingly beautiful lyrics? Thank you so much. I think that's a very good question. I've never asked myself how like that first thought came. But I think I remember in love with the rose. I've written that. I got roses for my birthday. And then they died after a few weeks and they got like very dry. And I, I didn't want to throw them away because they were so beautiful, even though they were very dry and old. I just looked at them and thought, I just don't want to throw them away. And it's like three years past and they're still, <laughs> they're still here. Wow. <laughs> and I also, I was obsessed with this book. Um, uh, Le Petit Presse, I don't know if you know it, it's like a, a little French book about a, a, a little prince who falls in love with a rose. And it was it was just so inspiring and I wanted to write a song about that. And actually it used, it should be a very soft and beautiful song about this. But I remember I somehow felt not that emotion. I, I somehow felt very strongly that I should change something. Like my emotion didn't really fit my thoughts and I got very weird and and it got like a bit an angry song, but still like based on his thoughts and that is very interesting. Sometimes things go in a totally other direction than you thought, mm -hmm. but it's still like, yeah. I think there are very strong emotions in it. And that's also why I love it. It's just a way of expressing yourself. But it began just with looking at roses. Okay. What about in the song Woods? Just <laughs> looking at the trees, looking at the apple tree from your window. You got that idea for that. That song. I loved this song. I loved writing this song. Because my therapy when I'm feeling sad or frustrated or angry or overwhelmed is 
I go to the forest and I just walk around. And it's really like therapy. And I went home from a walk in the forest, sat on a piano and I've written that song. Wow. I just felt very sad and just somehow I had to somehow I first feel the emotions, then I go to the forest to like translate my emotions into words. Mm. And then I go home and write the words down. And that's how the song was created. That's how the mind of mind of us introverts work. We are absorbing with our eyes and ears. And in our brain, all the calculations are going on. All the creative things are going on. Like what we absorb, we we are we aren't conscious about what we are doing in our mind, but it is doing the calculations which come out in the form of any form of creativity, which we don't realize that it came from there. Time, yeah. Okay. When and how did you realize about the creative fire burning within you? And what was the your first creation and when did it came up? It's a good question. I think I love all kinds of create creativity. I really like to draw as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I did I don't draw so much now. Because like with school I got mm-hmm. a bit tired of drawing when we got grades and I didn't have good grades in, in painting and drawing. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> but I like to do it. But I somehow stopped. But I, um, my dad, he's also very um, musical. He plays the violin. And I also started with playing the violin. And then I played the flute for a while and then the guitar. And I also always loved singing. And I was nine years old when my mom sent me, like, in the holidays. Um, she just sent me to, like, a program for kids where we just sang song together and at the end of the week we would perform in front of our parents and I loved it and after that I went to vocal um, classes I got guitar classes and piano classes and I just always loved to write I think writing is the most beautiful way of expressing your emotions and It was the combination of of music and writing that led to some writing. And it's just, I think it all came very slowly. But I I think I wrote my first song when I was about 13. And I can't really remember it because I'm not sure what it was. It was probably (laughs) something very simple and easy. But yeah, I think it all came very slowly. And it was just a way of expressing what I was feeling. And I'm sure you get that. I can totally relate to you. Like uh, we begin creation in our teen, in our beginning teenage, but we don't realize what we are creating. Like uh, I currently write books, as you know, but uh, it all began in the form of lucid dreams when I was 13 or 14, uh, just like uh, you. So I wasn't aware about these things. But whenever I used to sit or... uh, uh, get to sit in the sit for study or sit like random uh, watching the uh, trees in my balcony or in my backyard so i was i used to create things i used to create scenarios like i'm 
the trees beside trees uh, standing in front of me uh, the tree used to begin talking to me i used to talk to trees <laughs> it was my imagination but soon uh, soon with uh, in a time it actually began from there and then we, i began to create scenarios where i used to create fake personalities and talk to them i experience a uh, adventure go on an adventure adventurous trip with them in my mind and it was like what am i doing but i used to enjoy it now i when i began writing uh, all those stories down i think like if i had began or understood what i was doing then i would have written tens of books till now <laughs> we don't understand what we are doing uh, in our teenage totally yeah and it's so interesting reading or listening to to these things again and and realizing what we were going through and it just all makes a lot of sense finally yeah and when we realize we're like yes now it is the time to do to do the things yeah yeah no it's all based on on our imagination and it's just coping with the world with our emotions i i used to be uh alone a lot of times when i was a teenager and even though i'm an introvert it was a bit too much <laughs> i was alone because i was very overwhelmed and i didn't have a lot of friends and just writing music and writing songs it was just yeah it was just therapy okay when did you decided to showcase all your creations to the world i think i always loved to perform because i always felt like i said that people don't get me because i'm i seem i am quiet i may seem boring but i always felt if people knew what was going on on the inside like that would be so amazing for me because i will finally be understood and i always loved to sing in front of people and it was when i was 18 when i released my first ep as like yeah. it was actually a, a work for school i did and i think i've always loved to just show what i'm feeling what i'm thinking and just when i was 18 so that was 5 years ago i Yeah, I released that first EP. It was very freeing. Also, it was it, it all always takes a lot of courage because you show what you feel, you show what you think, but it's totally worth it every time. And the responses you get are so lovely most of the time. And yeah, you feel understood. Yeah, we we have a self doubt, inner doubt that. how others are going to judge for our creations we feel like what am i the things which i am creating are they even valuable are they even entertaining and we just need to get out of that self doubt then only we could see the possibilities our creations hold i think that's very important thing to remove the self doubt yeah that's totally true i sometimes feel a bit sad about that because i think there would be 
so much good creative arts and stories and music if if people dared to show what they feel and or if people are supported to show what they feel so it's important to do that i think yeah you published your first album plans in 2018 which was five years back so how did you felt when it got out and how was the reaction of your close fam- family and your close friends it was like better than birthday because like <laughs> you get so many messages on the day um or i got so many messages on the day that the, the ep came out it was amazing and so many just lovely messages i was really really touched by how many people listen to my music and i think my my family was very supportive my dad was also very uh, close like involved into the process he played the violin on all the tracks that you okay. hear and yeah also a lot of questions what are what the songs are about and it just touches me because like people are interested in my thoughts and feelings or at least it feels like that when you're asking about my songs. That's great. When we overcome our self-doubt and we begin expressing our creations, then we attract the right people who want, who are interested in us. And only after expressing ourselves, they get the opportunity to talk and know us better. Like you said, people began to ask you about your songs. How did it, uh, you created them? It, it was possible only because you showed them. If you had a self-doubt and you just kept those songs for yourself, that won't happen at all. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I also got like reactions that, that hurt me a bit. Like my teacher, that was as a project from school, my teacher had, was not that happy like I hope to be. He was very into jazz so he didn't really like that I did pop music. Um but I mean there are also like a few other people but I mean it hurt me then because criticism at your art feels like criticism to your personality. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your whole personality in your art. But I mean at the end of the day, I think it's just you have to ask yourself the questions if you're doing this for them or if you're doing this for, for yourself. And even though it's criticism is hard, I think uh, you, you have to still, still do it. And you can also learn from criticism, but you can also just continue. And that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. It's an important thing. We should focus on the people who are who admire us and give uh, productive criticism. Uh, the criticism which help, which motivates us and gives value to our creations, rather than yeah. just people who are like, you don't you don't know about music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much do you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. 
And yeah, I mean, we always continue to be better. We always work on ourselves. And um, I think it's not necessary to tell somebody that what they're doing is wrong. It's just not real necessary. I mean, you can ask, do you want me to really tell my opinion and be honest about it? And they may say yes or no, and or you can just support them whatever they do. Yeah, that that's how it must go, but it doesn't go like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, it's true. What is going on inside your mind when you are creating a new song? Whether it's <laughs> writing it creating its music or while mm. singing it. That's very interesting. I feel like it's different with every song that I write. Okay. I almost all the time I start with writing the lyrics and I just write down what I feel. Sometimes it's about something that happened to me or that I'm sad about. Most of my songs aren't that happy. Actually, all of them, I think, are like more sad songs. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that's a form. Yeah, they aren't sad, actually. I think they, they uh, portray the true emotions going in a, in a normal person's head at all times. We aren't always happy. <clears throat> These are, they are emotions of sadness, grief, or anything. But we enjoy that, those emotions as well. And those emotions are portrayed in your songs. So beautifully that listening to your songs is like, yes, I'm listening to a good music. Thank you a lot. I always hope that people will understand in my songs because that's what <laughs> I'm longing for to be understand. And yeah, I think... At first, it just starts with my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts. But when it's finished, it should also become everyone else's song. Like if, when you listen to it, you should feel this is this is my song. This is my my emotion. This is what I thought. That's like always my goal to achieve. Like that people just feel at home at my music and listening to that. And I think the sad part, like why the songs are sad, are because that's a way of dealing with what's going on inside. Like you said, yeah. We, as a creator or as a singer, you want the listener to feel the same emotion as you felt while writing or singing the song. That's very interesting and important thing. Yeah. And when you are able to achieve that thing, that's, I think, what makes you the happiest. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's always when I sing the songs for people, I feel the emotions very strongly. When I just sing them for myself, they're here, but they're more like shallow. And when there are people here, I feel it very, very strongly. And I feel this is also like just the need of being connected to each other being understood and wanting people to feel the same as you feel. Emotions get synchronized through your song. Yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful. Thanks. 
you recently began creating youtube videos which are very soothing and beautiful to watch and listen to and they are they are full of good values and true wisdom so how how did this thought came to you to create such videos because earlier you were creating uh, youtube videos for just music and just music but now it's like more of a therapy you are giving to the listeners so how did it came out from you i like that it's a therapy that's a compliment i think i nature is just like a big inspiration for me and i felt i want to bring that source of inspiration closer to the people who are listening to my music or watching my videos and i also love to write but in music it's sometimes you have to take care that the that the music that the melody is fitting what you write that it's fitting your 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 lyrics and you have to do some compromises sometimes and i just wanted to write whatever i feel without these compromises and i also felt inspired by by other videos that i saw that just captured this this nature and i just felt so at home and i i realized how much i needed how much i need the nature and the forest and i think it was just longing to be more in nature and recording these videos outside is just so much fun to me because I can do what I love the most being outside in the forest and at the same time I can write my lyrics and just put the lyrics instead of putting them in a song I put them in a video and it's just a new form of expressing myself which is very interesting at the moment for me and I also feel like it also takes a lot of time until you like produce a song and uh, recording a video it's much faster and you yeah. get responses and it motivates you to keep going because you have like more responses from the people and at the moment that feels very right to me doing that that's great when we are creating like um, uh, while creating a music the process for creating the lyrics is same for youtube video as well as a uh, song as you said but music would take very uh, much longer time than creating a youtube video and when we get the feeling of joy of creating something or putting value to other lives in a short time then we feel more empowered and it motivates us to keep doing it and just enjoy the things like for yes. the that's very cool and amazing like this podcast one day my my friend asked me explain in one sentence why do you make podcasts he's uh, my best friend and he cares for me so he asked so i thought and thought and thought i thought i thought for a long time how could i explain in one sentence so i after thinking for a while a lot of time i said i do it because i enjoy it and he was like that's the perfect answer because creating something if we have uh, if we create something with a material goal with it then we won't get it and we won't be satisfied by our creations but if we create something for uh, for the sense of enjoyment and 
satisfaction then we would be really satisfied by our own creations and whether yeah. people listen to it or or not whether only 10 people get the values from it we would still be as satisfied as anything else yeah it's a different way of motivation that keeps you going and it makes yeah. you happy because you can talk about the topics you're actually interested in and that it's so amazing i think yeah like you said you express your emotions through writing songs and when i began this podcast it was actually came out from journaling or i used to do journals but i began to listen when i used to listen to other podcasters i was like i could also talk uh, these things i too have got some values which i got from my parents which are really helpful to other people so i began talking about in my solo episodes there is no script no nothing i just write down the topic two uh, four or five bullet points and i begin speaking on that and it's like i don't need to think at all i just begin the recording read one bullet point and come out uh, with the thoughts every thought i have around this thing every story which is linked to this thing i speak out everything and there that's the easiest process to make an a solo episode for me and for some if they create if and for me if i will create a script then i was i would be like why should i follow a script when i can create on the spot because like when i created an episode on journaling uh, i was like i don't need anything i have been journaling for a long time i know everything how it goes on and how it benefits the person so i without even the bullet points i spoke for 20 minutes straight and it was uh, one of the best uh, most uh, well performed episode of mine i was like yeah creating on the spot through the uh, imagination and the absorbed things in our in my brain is good for me i prefer that that's so amazing because you can talk about it because you're really interested in it and because you like to do it i like that yeah yeah very recently just this week your new song came out fucked up day <laughs> firstly congratulations for it it was a very amazing music and for the first time you are trying out that energetic song and it was like i was vibing it uh, while listening to it lovely to listen to it how did you felt when you changed your genre like you said you mostly sing the songs which are full of deep emotions the real emotions but this song is bit of more energetic though its its lyrics are not happy uh, give a happy vibe but still it's more energetic how did you felt about it well actually your compliment means a lot to me because i was very anxious when this song came out two days ago ago because it's very different from everything that i did before and it wasn't i didn't even write that song um it was two friends of mine who's written that song and who just asked me if i would sing this song for them and i was i thought about it for a while because it was very different i was a bit scared what people would think but then i thought okay i can try it i can try something new and if i don't like it then i know that i don't like
like it and I will never do that again. But it actually was quite fun. I think it's probably not something that I would do again in that style. I probably will go more back to my older style or to my more sensitive nature style. But it was a very fun experience that I had. And I think I also think the song is very nice. And yeah, I think I was not sure about it. I was feel very uncomfortable, like doing something that is not, that is very unexpected or that people don't expect from me and that I feel a bit nervous about. But I mean, we can always try these things. It's also for, maybe it's just a different facet of me that was in that song. And yeah. Yeah. Only by trying we could see what possibilities it could bring. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, but this it was <laughs> lovely to hear you in that voice, and I loved it. Thank you so much. Uh, it it really means a lot to me, because uh, you can imagine how how anxious I was for that. <laughs> <laughs> Your last uh, sing solo album, Attica, came out last year. So when is the new album coming out? Because I'm excited for it. Yes. I can't tell you um, now because I don't know it by myself. But we will. I will record the new album probably um, in the next few months. And I'm in contact with the one who's the sound engineer and who's, uh, who will help me recording the songs. And probably in summer we will record the songs so I hope at the beginning of next year the next album and the title of the album will probably be Back to Nature which I think wow. also very suits what I did now with trying something new and now I go back to nature back to nature yeah <laughs> that's amazing I'm very excited so all its creations are already done. You have written all those songs. Just yes. you need to record it and do all the technical things. Yes, right. right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's great. That's so amazing. Did you enjoy the conversation? A lot. Yeah. It was um, very interesting to hear about your stories and also to talk about mine. Um, I think we can learn a lot about just communicating with each other. I wanted to ask you when we had the question about, or when I talked about the criticism, I wanted to ask you how you deal with criticism. Because I think it's, I'm not 100% sure how I should deal with criticism. So I should I think yeah. I try to learn from other people. Criticism. Uh, for me, the things I create are firstly the podcast and secondly the book, which is still in pro progress. I've written it, just I need to publish it, which I will do this year for sure, after I will get through my placement. Because I had a plan to publish it last year, but then I got a thought that firstly, I need to complete the dreams of my parents, which was to, which is to see me placed in a good company 
so i uh, postponed my dreams i kept them in as a priority when i will do get the job i will publish my book the next day for sure so my current content is uh, podcast and criticism is like uh, very few people listen to my uh, episodes and most of the people uh, listen, who listen to the episode give the complete uh, uh, detailed review about it like the topics i uh, talked about they want to explore more they ask questions about it and some people who uh, say bad about me aren't are the people who aren't listening to the whole episodes they listen to a part of it and they are saying like you don't know anything about this i'm like you should listen complete this story uh, only after knowing the half story you can't judge someone you can't judge an episode you need to listen completely and then you need to think what are the things which are being addressed or and which are left out then you can say anything about the creator but some people are like no i would say you are you are bad whatever you create is bad and then i am like yeah that's your point of view and for me i know i have put the efforts in it so i need to filter uh, i need to put a filter in my ears and my brain i listen to things which uh, add up the wealth as a value to me and leave out everything which are of no use like people say to me your podcast doesn't go well you you do some you give so much effort but still you aren't growing at all i'm like i'm creating for myself i don't care about how many people sees or how many people don't see i just create for myself so being honest to ourselves and believing ourselves that uh, what i am creating is enough and is best then we don't uh, Uh, get distracted by the negative criticism that's i think was is very important when we begin to believe ourselves 100% only by believing 100% we can ignore the negative things coming to us and if if we are still in our self doubt then every negative thing will hurt us more than the positive things <laughs> and as you are being more sensitive to these things so it's it would be a bit complex for you i can understand it but make uh, making your belief in yourself stronger would only add up to your value and help you deal with these situations that would an advice i would like to give you about it thank you that well i hope that as long as it makes you happy and as long as you're having fun and you can create and express yourself hope you continue doing that i really encourage you because you did a great job today <laughs> it was this year i decided to uh, do like my last episode last year came on 30th november after that for one month no episodes came neither solo nor talk shows so at the christmas time i was thinking have i i uh, dropped the idea of enjoying this thing or uh, how should i uh, do this thing that i am more interested in, in it and i enjoy it more so during the time of 25 christmas to new year i began thinking about it that for the next year 
one of my most important priority would be my podcast so i began planning out my guests planning out my topics so during those 5 days i did the planning for the next 4 months episodes like 4 months yeah, that means 16 episodes are being planned out in just uh, those 5 days in uh, which got me there was that i decided to explore i decided that i would attract the opportunities i would uh, reveal the vulnerabilities so that other people might come to me and give me the opportunity for the first time on 1st january i sent request to another other podcasters who are in my genre i i sent request for talk shows to five five other podcasters and luckily two of them accepted it right then on 1st january i sent the invitation on the 2nd january the confirmation i received from them so it That's was possible so only because i tried i tried to express myself mm-hmm. so important and i'm like i feel proud that i took that decision and if if i would yeah. have and that happened only because i believed in myself i believed in my creation that i am capable i can talk to other people i can talk to a big person i can talk to a small person the people who are saying that i am unable to talk they don't matter at all because they don't know who i am and what are my capabilities yeah and if they would know you they maybe wouldn't say that anymore yeah only by embracing and showing our more qualities then they would their mouth would be shut up because <laughs> we can we aren't ever capable to shut the mouths of other person until we ha- we have the things to prove through our things and that is possible only when people would know us know our creations yeah mm-hmm. right? you're putting yourself out there and that's it needs a lot of courage so i think it's very very brave and very important um like there is a movie which came out uh, it's a biopic uh, of a cricketer ajhar uh, movie it was there and in that movie there was a dialogue where a young boy 7 or 8 years he was playing cricket but other people around him were bullying him for that you aren't playing good but his grandpa came to him and said and he was arguing when people were bullying him other kids were bullying him he was abusing them and saying wrong things to them then his grandfather came to him and said if you will uh, Uh, try to stop the other person's mouth using your mouth then they won't quite but if you will speak through your abilities you he said if you will speak through your bat like cricket is played with bat so if you will speak through your bat then everybody around you will just shut up <laughs> it's like our creations gonna create the impact not just us because that's how we express our emotions and our our things really that's beautiful thank you so much for being on my podcast it was great talking to you about everything did you enjoy it of course i did so that's all for today see you next time till then stay sane and keep exploring
บายบาย